In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Joel chapter 2, verses 23 through 27, answering the question, why does Joel say to rejoice? Joel chapter 2, verses 23 through 27 says, Be glad, O children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the latter rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain, the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and there is none else, and my people shall never again be put to shame. Joel is probably speaking to Judah and Jerusalem when he says that the Lord is going to once again bless his people. And this is in the aftermath of a great plague of locusts that took place in the northern kingdom in Israel. And he is telling the people, you need to repent and not be like the northern kingdom. You can't be like those guys who are continually rebelling against God. But he's also saying that there is a time coming when the Lord is going to restore your fortunes, that he will bring about your discipline but ultimately he will also bring about your restoration. And this is essentially why Joel says that they should rejoice because God is ultimately going to restore them as his people. So here are three thoughts from Joel chapter two, verses 23 through 27, answering the question, why does Joel say to rejoice? Thought number one, rain is coming. And I've said this before, but in an agrarian society, rain is a sign of blessing. Oftentimes we might think, oh no, it's raining, I can't do all the things I want to do outside. But the truth of the matter is that rain is a blessing from the Lord because when it rains, then the crops can grow. And when the crops can grow, you have something to eat. And this is something that is particularly on the minds of the people of Judah because they are an agrarian culture that really likes rain. And this is the promise that Joel gives them. He tells them that the rain is coming and it is going to come like you've never had it before. It is going to come and it is going to water all of your fields. You're going to have abundant crops so you won't be worried about what it is that you're going to eat. Thought number two, food is provided. Along with the rain comes the food. The people of Israel in the northern kingdom, they were suffering because of this plague of locusts that came and had eaten up all of the food. But the Lord, through the prophet Joel, is communicating to the people there that the Lord is going to provide them with the food that they need. That by the rain watering the crops and him providing the growth, that they are going to have all of the food that is necessary for them to survive. I think a lot of times we forget the fact that our food actually comes from the Lord. That it's a blessing of God that we're able to eat. You ask your kids these days, where does their food come from? They'll say something like the supermarket. But in reality, where does the food come from? It comes from the ground that's watered well with rain, that the Lord provides sunshine to allow all the plants to grow up. And this is where our food really comes from. Our food comes from the Lord blessing us. 
So Joel says to the people to rejoice because the Lord is once again going to provide them with all of the food that they need. Thought number three, shame is ended. This is one of the appeals that often gets made for the people of Israel that although they might be experiencing shame from the other nations in any given moment, that ultimately all of that shame is going to be put to an end. That the Lord is going to restore his people and when he restores them, he is going to provide them with everything they need. They will be on the ascendancy while their enemies will be going down. This is the promise that so many of the prophets give to the people of Judah give to the people of Israel, that the Lord is faithful even though they, as a people, are not faithful to him. That the Lord is going to ultimately, for the sake of his own name, remove the shame from his covenant people. And in doing so, he's going to demonstrate to them and to all the nations that he keeps his promises, that he is able to accomplish everything that he means to in the world. And when the Lord lifts their shame, when the Lord restores them, it proclaims to all creation that he is, in fact, God over all the earth. Joel says to rejoice because ultimately the Lord restores his people. This is true of the nation of Israel and the nation of Judah, but even more so, it is true of the Lord's people today that we ultimately are restored. Our shame is removed because Christ now reigns in authority over all the earth. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of Joel chapters 1 through 3. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.